All right, welcome back, Rhapsody Podcast. After a, I don't know, what was it, twelve to fourteen day layoff of some sort, uh, we are back. Kitchen Deno joined me shortly, uh, and we get uh, we get a little bit long winded because uh, this is our last podcast. Uh, for the next three weeks, we're going on a bit of a hiatus. Kitchen and I are going to do some strategic research on uh, on the pod and what we can uh, what we can do to potentially grow uh, grow the brand, grow the base, um, and we're back. So we'll be back just a week before uh, the playoffs, the NBA playoffs kick in, uh, which Deno uh, still clearly believes is going to happen. So that's that's the plan. So this is a we went a little bit longer because this was uh, our last one for a bit. So hopefully uh, you enjoy that. But yeah, it's a it's a full session on day one hundred three after Rudy Gobert. Uh, we talk all the sports stuff, Major League Baseball, basketball coming back. Will the NBA survive in the bubble? Uh, we have a top five of uh, when you uh, get out of this COVID situation, what are the top five things you're going to do? Uh, so many of the business and some uh, some AOB. So it is a uh, full, uh, full pod. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, and like I said, we'll be back in the not too distant future to hopefully keep this thing going and uh, yeah, see where we can where we can take it. So, uh, but first, as always, uh, our first guest, uh, coach Mike Leach, uh, with some interesting thoughts on his players, girlfriends. Uh, and I think the next time someone interviews this, uh, coach, the first question should be, uh, you know, how, how do you still have a job? So, uh, coach Mike Leach, uh, about the time, the, uh, the Washington state, uh, football program. As coaches, we failed to get through to them as, as coaches, we failed, uh, to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be and how you know uh, you know we had, we had, you know we had a whole bunch of people. Everybody wanted to win the football game, but nobody wanted to play the football game. Well, that, I mean that defies every level of uh, work ethic that exists with regard to football and. Uh, as coaches, we have to solve our failure on uh, on reaching them, and uh, the players have to listen. And I, I'm willing to go to uh, fairly amazing lengths to try to make that happen. I don't know if I'll be successful this week or not, but but you know I am going to try. And there will be some people inconvenienced, uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. Kitch, Bart, Denome. <laughs> On the bark today, okay? I mixed up. Audience will like that. Johnny will love it. All right, boys. Listen, after a uh, couple weeks hiatus, where uh, I had two inquiries as to whether or not we were ever coming back. So obviously, there's still a pulse out there from our fan base. Uh, we are back, but uh, as uh, Kitch and I, I don't even know if you know this, but we discussed this. But we are going to go on a temporary three week hiatus after this one. Yeah. I know we're going to do, we're going to do a little bit of work on the pod. We're going to, we're going to come back better, bigger and better, Tenno. Um, but we're going to get ready uh, for the non-start of the NBA uh, non-happening 2020 remainder of the season. So, uh, but yeah, so we're going to a little, a little uh, sidetrack so that we can come back. We're going to try and figure this thing out to actually get strategic planning. We're going to do some strategic planning. <laughs> strategic, that's right. That's right. It's a boardroom, some virtual boardroom meetings. Uh, and we're, yeah, we're going to get ready for the upcoming 2023 season. So, uh, but uh, until that time, let's, uh, let's get right at it. We, Kitch, I think you said us, uh, sent us today that it's day 103, uh, day 103. ARG. 
Wow. ARG after Rudy. Think of that. 103 days of lockdown. Wow. 103. I know, but you know what's even more depressing is this morning. So that's the first thing I do every morning is I just get up and I re- start reading news. But it's even more, these guys from Harvard, uh, so I'm assuming these are pretty smart guys, doctors, and they were just like, listen, people, hunker down. You got another year of this. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, a year. <laughs> Daniel, can you do this for a year? Yes. <laughs> with your with your current conditions at home, your current home conditions? Yes. I'll just need a bigger alcohol budget. That's all. <laughs> I know. So, all right, Daniel, kick it off. Where are we? Uh, where's Daniel at? Uh, day one hundred three. ARG. Uh, what do you got for us? Yeah, we're doing stuff in the backyard. We got a gazebo put up. We're getting a pool put in. So, you know, actually got two rounds of golfing on the weekend. I did them back to back. That's that's big for me. Uh, golf with Kitch on Saturday night, and then golf the next morning at seven thirty a.m. I was a bit overserved well, at the golf course and kitchen cells. Okay, hang, hang on a second. You didn't golf Saturday night. You golf Saturday afternoon, but well, you, was kept the party, you kept the party going until 1 a.m. So I don't think you were golfing at 12. I don't think you were golfing at 12. We were golfing at 9. We were golfing at 9. Golfing at 9. Yeah. Golf from 9. Yeah, but. So Kitch, Kitch fleets me for $10. We think, I, Kitch, I think during the round we gambled 1000 I think. But yeah. we, like, I think Big it box. got so that was 10? Yep. That was and 10. I don't think I even paid it. Did I pay a catch? I can't remember. Yeah, because you, you made like 200 playing cards. So, so okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Don't, think don't I worry you, about it. Trust me. Three red bills and two two green bills, I think, came your way from my wallet. Yeah, no, okay. Don't worry. If you didn't if you didn't pay it, it's on a spreadsheet. Trust me. That <laughs> yeah. would be – he's down to the pennies on that thing. Well, Bart, I woke up and I, my wallet had a lot of money and I went, oh, yeah, sorry, you played cards. That's right. Oh, geez. One of those nights. <laughs> What'd you play? What'd you play? Some Peppa. It's like Pepper? a double euchre. I have not played Pepper, I think, since university. Still exists. We'll, play it, on, we'll play it at yeah. Stony. We'll play it on Stony. <laughs> Listen, you and uh, Derno have a great time doing that. Let me know. You know, I'll uh, let me know when you do that, and I'll virtual my way into that game. That'd be fun. Be a great time. Uh, Kitch, where are you? Day one hundred three. You're, ah. you're working. You're working from home. You're working, working outside now. Working outside from home. Yeah, I got a little thing set up on my outside bar. It's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, golfing and playing some tennis and yeah, just getting out and living the dream. It's actually it's actually quite quite bearable with the COVID situation. Like I may, I'm hoping like, I've I've heard from a lot of doctors and and scientists lately who say who are now claiming that the virus is not as strong as it was initially. So so this this virus isn't mutating as much as it had in the past with regards to the severity of it. Okay, how about how about that? You First, believe in that? Yeah, you know what? I've never ever heard anyone say. I've been talking to a lot of scientists. I've been listening. Sorry, listening. To uh, you said talking. Okay. So, say like you have, a, like you've got a a Rolodex of scientists you can just pick <laughs> up the phone and chat with. But hey, what's the latest thing on COVID? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't listen. I don't know what to believe on any of that shit. Uh, all I know is obviously clearly, and this goes to your question of uh, have has the world reopened too soon? And I have to say, I think Canada's probably doing a better job than most. Uh, however. From a global perspective, it's emphatic. Yes, I mean this is ridiculous. The U.S. is blowing up. I mean it's out of control. So I'm hoping it's not it's mutated to being not as severe because if it is, well then the U.S. is just back, right back to where it was three months ago, and I think we're we're in in a world of hurt. But I, yeah, I mean we clear we've started to open up here. 
Uh, so, you know, I even went, to, I'm at kids baseball. I went to a kid, I've had two kids baseball games in the last, uh, mm-hmm. last week, which I'm not sure we're adhering to the, to the government guidelines of what they've asked us to do, but whatever. I mean, it's close enough. So yeah, life's, you know, we're golfing, playing tennis. There was a tennis tournament here that, uh, I mean, I'm a tough, I, lo- I lost a heartbreaker in the uh, men's B quarterfinals. <laughs> heartbreaker. I think our longest rally was three shots. Me and this guy. Bart, can we bet on that? Like, was it uh, was was it covered on uh, any well, website? Uh, you seen what they have available on Bet365? I would be shocked if it wasn't available. And I'll tell you what, there would be money to be made in the men's B draw for sure. Money to be made. So had. you are much you are much further ahead than us. Like we're not we have no kids sports. We have no, no. tennis tournaments. We don't have any of that stuff. No, we're much. Yeah, we are much further along that way. Um, and we can have uh, gatherings of twenty. I think you guys are now ten, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, uh, Unofficially, Kitch, how many have you had over? Uh, this last week, I was under 10. The week before, I had probably 13. So 13 last week. So okay. Close. But somewhere in the pool, somewhere in the patio. So we weren't really together. Oh, somewhere in the cesspool? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, no germs in the pool. That's, that's chlorine in the pool. It's good thing. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think, it, well, like you said, it's hard to believe it's 103 days. It's... Um, yeah, it's just sort of mind-boggling. This is still happening, and then you know it doesn't appear that the U.S. is is any better at the moment. All the sports seem to be running into to problems. Um, you know, if you look at college football in the states, my gosh, every program is just shutting down. Baseball shutting down their their uh, spring training complex, and then hockey has been hit. So I don't, I don't know. Daniel, you might uh, know hockey. What what's the? Because they're supposed to start like in a week. Yeah. Even picked a city yet? Yeah, they. You know what? There's really not a lot of um, stuff on the internet about it. Like I was, I was on it last week, whatever. But like, I think just the NBA is getting all the coverage and all this baseball going back. And I, I think it's just kind of stuck in the background. But yeah, they're they're supposed to. I thought they're supposed to start July first. They are supposed to start July first, but I can't. I mean, they just had an outbreak in two teams. Like, I mean, those two teams aren't getting on the ice anytime soon. They, they haven't even named the cities where they're going to play. Like they're talking two cities. They haven't said, they haven't got officially said. So they haven't, they haven't done any like hotel work or like there's, there's no way they're starting by July 1st. Ha- How do you pick at this stage? I mean, every, every city they want to be in pretty much is a powder keg. <laughs> well, they're talking Vegas and Toronto. That's the, that's the, that's the rumors. Well, <sighs> and the guys in Toronto have to play in Vegas and the guys in Vegas had to play in Toronto. So they don't have a home, home ice advantage. Um, wow. Yeah, That's but I mean, I, I, I think I would take Toronto over Vegas right now, just from the standpoint of I, I'm assuming Vegas is going to blow up. Toronto's a gong show, though. Toronto's still face one. They're still, they're still. A I know, but I think it's better. I think, I think it's slowly but surely getting better. I mean, on a relative basis, I'd take too. Vegas. I'd rather live in those high rise hotels, like live in the big hotels and sort of. They're kind of, they're they're, you can spread out better. Toronto, you're kind of jammed in with a whole bunch of condos and stuff in the main part of the city. Yeah. I know. I'd go to Vegas. Yeah, like in China, right, where do you where do you put everybody? Yeah, you put them at like sure. the Ritz and the Trump yeah. Tower, like Trump Tower, like so. all the big the big hotels downtown. You got to fill them and oh, just yeah. lock them in there. That's but true. The, the problem is there's there's people everywhere. Like there's people walking around in the condos and business and stuff. Or or at least in Vegas, like it's just there's no there's no condos on the Strip. There's nothing on the Strip that that people want to. So it's just it's just hotels. That's all it is. Yeah, but it's hotels with a bunch of people in and out of the casinos. Like there's. They have to get, I don't know if you know this, Kitch, but they actually have to go through the casino to get to the uh, elevator to get to their rooms. Yeah, I'm assuming I, there's going to be people in the, I don't in think the casinos. Be, I don't think there'll be anybody else. No, I, don't think I, th- I don't think they'll let anybody else in the hotels yeah, that, they, that, they, that they have this in. 
like like oh. like like the NBA and Disney. Nobody's nobody's staying in the in the yacht club other than the NBA players when they're there. There's there's lots of casinos that aren't even open yet. They would just say this is your casino. Every, like yeah. they'd have to. All right. Well, listen, we're going to jump around here a little bit because we're not going to go to top five things just yet. Catch. We're going to let's just this is it's let's go right to the NBA coming back because this is topical uh, and needs to be discussed. And we're, and we're sort of talking about it right now because I know you guys are still hanging on to this dream that this is going to happen. But clearly before July 24th, whenever they're reporting, there's going to be multiple players who test positive for the coronavirus. I mean, it's just, that's going to happen. It's no way they're the only sport on the planet where all these guys are roaming around doing their thing right now and none of them are going to test positive. So I'm still cautiously optimistic that this season's in jeopardy because there just could be, there could be 15 guys across four or five different teams and and then what, right? Then there's a major problem. And I'm still not convinced. I mean, they came out with their 100 and 20 page uh, report on how they were going to deal with this, that, and the other. But I don't think it addressed anything. Like, what if three three players on one team gets it? Or, you know, what happens if a team has to, you know, there was nothing that says, oh, we will, we will kick a team out of the league, right? Or we'll kick them out of the playoffs if they can't put a team. Like, none of that. So, I mean, and then, and then you've got all the social issues going on still. You had Kyrie's little move last week to sort of tell everyone um, that, you know, we shouldn't be playing. It's it's now time. This is our right. And then you've now got two players today have come out. Burton's from uh, the Wizards and uh, Ariza have come out and said they will not be joining their teams. That could snowball here pretty quickly. So anyway, I, I'm going to let you guys live the dream that this is still happening, coming back. But you got to, Daniel, even you have to be starting to think that there's a possibility this doesn't happen. I still, I, I'd still bet a lot of money that well, you they're going to figure it out. Yeah, I have. But like, I would, I would double, <laughs> I would quadruple all my bets. Like, they're they're going to figure this out. Like, three three guys get it in in that hundred page document. They talk about how they can call up all these different types of players. Bring the, right? the nine hundred five to the yeah. NBA again. Is the quality going to be there? No. Is it? But like, they they have to start it. They have to try it. Um, until until like LeBron James says this is not a go, or like mm-hmm. someone worth listening to like Kyrie Irving's I am playing so like so Kyrie, Kyrie can I can I can I do my rant yeah. on Kyrie yeah what up we're gonna I was gonna get hit freaking douche like and he's even more of a douche now with this like they have no chance of winning this thing and he's and he's trying to lobby he's lobbying trying to make this not happen look like a hero try to stand out or something I can assure you that Kyrie would have kept his mouth shut if he was on the Lakers or the Bucks. If he was in a if he's in a team that's better, there was no word from Kyrie. But because he's he's he knows they're not winning this thing, just shut up, Kyrie. Nobody respect nobody respects what he says anymore. Anyway, he's just he's a whiny bitch. He is a whiny bitch. Yeah, right. Yeah, like think think of what him and LeBron went through in Cleveland. And again, I was going like, is it again? Of course, I was going. That's all LeBron. It's like I think there's a big mix there of. Um, of him leaving and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, like, oh, well, yeah. two things on, on both your comments there. I'll start with you, Deno. You said until LeBron says we're not playing. Well, 103 degree temperature, LeBron, guess what? He's going to have no say in anything because he'll be on the sidelines for 14 days. That's fine. Okay? Then, no, no, but yeah, I know he'll... it's not fine because if four Lakers, let's say LeBron Davis, and they show up to Orlando and four of them got it. Yeah, then I, wait the your Lakers 14 now days. No, the Lakers, wait yeah, your... 
No. Yeah. Wait your 14 they, days. Or they're, long they're not going to win. They'll be out of the first round of the playoffs. 14 days from that point on, they would be, they'd be into the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, but they're, they're heading down there like three, four weeks ahead of time. Right. Yeah, true. Okay. So I'm, I'm saying at some point when they get it before the season's about to start and you got to wait that 14 days, yeah. they're screwed. So okay. there's a yeah. problem there. Well, that's on, that's on them. I, I know, but I'm trying uh, to what end do you legitimize? I guess my still, I come back to this. How are you legitimizing the season? If at the end of the day, the Lakers can't put their best team out there because four of those guys got the virus. Hey, it's a pandemic. Like this is not like, what are you, Star what Cup. are you supposed to do? Yeah. Call it Tim yeah. Cup. But like, I think, I, what, what is any league going to, going to do? So like, like, if they do the Ryder Cup this year, they're going to say, oh, it's not it's not legit because they don't have fans. OK, well, the NFL goes to the whole year and then they don't win. It's like, oh, well, you can't crown that champion. It's like, no, it's it is what it is. And you play through it it's kind, of, kind of like a, a shortened strike season. Is it still a year? Yeah, it's still a year. I think it's still a business. Like, I think it's still a business. I think you they 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 have these one game and you know, you're, you're LeBron gets it. So I'm sorry, but we bring in the next guy and we sit him out. And I think that's their mindset now. They want to finish the season from a business standpoint and from a change of senior, I think for the, for the U S standpoint, but, but, but from the business standpoint, they're, they're pushing towards that. And I think they're, I think the legitimacy they're not worried about, I think they're worried about, about financially getting this done. All right. So I actually buy that argument of it's a business and you know what, like any other business, they've got to figure out a way to, to get back at it and put their product. So I'm, I'm actually okay with that concept, except I just think you have to asterisk it or acknowledge that, Hey, everybody, we're doing this under these circumstances. We don't expect anybody to think this is uh, business as usual. Uh, and therefore, at the end of this, you know what? Yeah, we're going to crown a version of an NBA champion, but it, it's just not. And I don't know why the players aren't saying that. I don't know why the team executives are, because it's just not. The home court, we talked about this before, the home court advantage, all the different things that go into preparing for a playoff, the travel schedules, it's all, this is just a, this is just a big tournament. And that's what they should call it. Bart, every Bart, every business is going to have, oh, my God, what happened in 2020? They're going to say it's COVID. Oh, why'd your sales go down? Oh, it's COVID. Like, who? Right. Like, like who Who cares? Like. Yeah, but to that, to my point, Dano, yeah, from an analyst perspective, right? When the world comes, they're going to discount earnings that have come out through COVID going, hey, that was a, like, that was a one-off. We don't think that company really, now when things are back to normal, that company was actually here, the real comparison is what were their earnings before COVID and after COVID, and that's how people are going to look at it. So I agree. It's going to happen, but it's a one-off. You yeah, have to throw out the Mark, COVID results. Who cares? Like, who cares? I do. I Every do. team, 22 teams go there. There's one winner. And you know what? Oh, like if, well, Jordan got sick game. If he didn't get sick, would they have said, oh, well, Jordan was Jordan wasn't healthy or whatever. It's like, who cares? Here are the rules. Here's your 100-page document. Stick in, stay in your freaking room. Don't go out partying and stuff, and you're fine. Like here's your, my house. Here's your paycheck. You forgot yeah. your paycheck. Then. Oh, here's my your house paycheck. has not got COVID because we have not left our house. So you know what? If you want to win the championship, don't go out partying. Yeah, this version of a championship. I agree. The COVID version of the championship. Yes, yeah, whatever it is. If you want to win that, whatever it is. Um, but that's. I, I mean, Dan. The reason why we uh, got off to a bit of a late start tonight was wasn't there someone who left your house? Someone was out of your house tonight. It was confidential. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 
All right. Well, so Kitch, you also uh, suggested that we should talk about will the players will the players last in this bubble, which is a whole other thing we haven't even talked about too. I would love, to, and I haven't read the document obviously, but I would love to know what happens to one of the players who breaks the bubble, because that inevitably is going to happen. A player will break the bubble, and they must be get suspended, right? Or they get they must have to go into quarantine. I'll I'll have that for the next pod, but yeah. it's got to be something like that. You can't just break the bubble and be no consequences. No. No, like you get you look at these guys, and, and, and like we go on the road trips, what the, the Raptors road trips, we're, we're hanging out with the the media guys. They and like they say all the it's, they're on an eight seven or eight game road trip, and they're like, we can't wait to get back home into our own beds. And the guys are so excited the last couple of games of the road trip because they're going home after that. You're now asking these guys to lock themselves down without family for probably a minimum two months, and they could be there for three three and a half months with that with the whole season going through, like. I, I just I know these guys they 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 say this is this is a this is a something that's going to work but I I, I have trouble you, seeing some guys halfway through just sort of saying you know what I can't I can't do this I can't live in a bubble this long. Do you know these guys like you know scientists or just this is just your? Pr- I know uh, I know I probably know them a little bit better than scientists. <laughs> a little better than scientists. After round one, now they they can bring their families after round one. Oh. That is a long. But a that when is time. that? So I think when is that? That's like uh, August 60. That's probably the end of August, probably September 1st ish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they'll be yeah. six weeks, I would think. And they're gone they're now. They're gone. They're leaving now. I don't know. They're leaving. Not yet. Pretty soon, though, because they go to eight more weeks. I think it's a couple more weeks before they have to report. Yeah. So they're, like, almost, the, they're almost eight weeks. Yeah. But like for, for the first, though, part, like, oh my God, like we've all been in our houses for like three, four months going somewhere else for a bit. Oh, it's hanging with kinda, the boys. It's going to be kind of yeah. refreshing. You know, you're golfing, you're like whatever. So I, th- I think the first part's going to be okay. Well, they're not golfing. That's oh, yeah, the thing. Are. Oh, yeah, they, they are. Can golf. They can golf. Oh, yeah. Golf's, golf's part, part of the itinerary. Golf. Oh, they, open, they, they open up golf courses for them too? Oh, right on the Disney property. The Disney golf courses. Oh, yeah. my God. And then like, so you're just adding more, and movie, more work. Moving theaters. Moving yeah, it's just them theaters. though. It's just them. Bart. It's alleys. just them. Just them. Yep. No, but there'll be employees at the golf course. Like there's be employees. That's what they talk. They talk about that today. Like there are employees. They cannot bubble right through because of unions and whatnot. You can't tell someone that. So there are going to be people moving in and out of that. Yeah. So which obviously is only going to increase. Traffickers will be on the golf course too. Well, I mean, we were talking about this before we got on, but I mean, think about it. You are asking a lot of uh, young men, some with families, some without families, to materially alter. A big portion of their lifestyle, which involves the opposite sex. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. That is going to be a problem. <laughs> These guys who are used to, I, you know, for lack of a better term, having uh, companionship at their disposal, are now going to be asked for potentially up to three months <laughs> to be to be a priest. I don't know. With with yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. There girlfriend, are a lot of obstacles here. Girls have girlfriends have to come in with families, don't they? They have to be under the family umbrella. One oh, girlfriend, for yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a, uh, a definition of whatever family. Oh, for sure. What? <sighs> so I, I was listening to a pod, a pod yesterday with pretty knowledgeable people on it. I th- I thought, and uh, and like the person on there says he he's convinced that eighty percent of the NBA players smoke marijuana. Yeah, like, uh, uh, so that's got to get in. That's that's somehow has to get in. You want to cut these guys? These guys shaking on the court now. They're like they're sweating and shaking. Like can't dry these guys right out like that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you if you actually could do some analytics on all the like, if you could factor all these things, the lack of sex, no marijuana, no, like, and then could somehow 
compile that into a betting algorithm to see what spits out or what teams are like, I'm telling you there's something to be out there because I think the, I do think, I think the betting lines will be off and I'm not saying I'm going to get them right, yeah. but they are going to be off. There's yeah. no way you, they can get, they can figure this one out. There's no, the six guys in the basement in Vegas who make the lines every day. They have no snare. They have no model for this. Bart, the Bobby, whatever Mark the Bobby, the Bobby says, Marcotte says anything but plus above it, take it, baby. Take it to the bank. Oh, I think I, you know what? That may apply here. That may very well apply. I can't wait to see the over-under pen, like the over-under COVID line. There's got to be some, they'll be putting out like over-under players who get COVID. <laughs> well, I like that over. I know. Bulldog. You'll be cheering. Bulldog will I, can see you cheering. I can see you cheering for the over. Oh, I will be cheering for the over. <laughs> well, that's my hedge bet with Deno. I, I, I'm, I'm cautiously not optimistic that I'm going to lose the, will the NBA actually play another? I think they may start, but there's no way they finish. I hope it lasts one game. I hope one game. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, uh, you know what? I think for it to be official, each team has to play one game. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll deal with that. So, yeah, listen, I don't know. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of variables at play here that not a 120 page booklet cannot, cannot factor all of it in. It will be very interesting to see what happens, but I, listen, I'm not ruling anything out. I'm not ruling out that two weeks from now, too many players have said, you know what? I've thought about this. Fuck it. I'm not going or 25 players get tested and they've got COVID and the league says, we don't know what to do here, or we're not going to, you know, that breach the threshold or, you know what? They come, it all works perfectly. No one gets caught. You know, we've got, a, we've got some sort of bubble champion, come October, whatever it is. But all I know is, I'll tell you, but the true upside is, is that if this does happen and we get basketball right through to October, I mean, fuck, it starts seven weeks later again, full season. Uh, Watch what they're supposed to. Yeah, they're not doing that. They're not starting. If they get get through to October, they'll push to December for sure. At least. Like late December, first of January. Eight weeks. That's eight weeks then, okay. No, Uh, I mean like Christmas Day. Like Christmas Day will be opening day. Yeah, but still even two, like that's a, that's the shortest off season ever for, for the viewers. But then, I mean, the other thing is you're going to still have the same, like, but I mean, the thing is you're going to the same problem, right? This thing isn't going away by December. You're, I don't think you're going to be opening up to every city. Well, certainly there won't be fans. Everyone knows that, but you're still going to have all kinds of bubble and COVID problems and travel. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. Why do we just all get vaccinated by then? Were you in Tulsa on the weekend? Is that what you just listened to Trump? You think that's all going to happen magically? You're one of the 4,000 people that went to the 20,000 seat stadium. Uh, well, I mean, the guys, the, the guys from Harvard said, listen, this, all this talk of there being a, a, a vaccine, but this year he's like, he's like, maybe, but the idea of it being mass produced and given to enough people to get hurt. He's like, that's not happening. I don't know. He's like, it's a year before enough people would have the vaccine uh, where you could sort of start to think about life getting back to normal. So think about that. I mean, you imagine if we're talking about this April 2021 about, hey, we're still two months. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's kind of the only thing I agree with Trump a little bit on is that. What is the means to the end here? Like, is this kind of cautiousness for a virus that isn't as bad as they think they thought it was? Is is shutting everything down, not living any semblance of normal? Is that really the right there's part of me going now. Yeah, I'm not sure we've got. I'm not sure we figured out the balance right when we first did this. However, I think what the U.S. did was the absolute worst thing. Once you've made that decision to shut things down, we'll stick with it. 
until it's, I mean, they've done nothing. They've gained nothing. No, dude, the economy won. The economy won that one. The only thing they've gained is 40% in the stock market. (laughs) (laughs) Which I wish I could say I was been along for that whole ride. And 300% in Dennis company. (laughs) Every day. I know. You know what? God damn, it's probably one of those things where it's still not too late to get in. (laughs) Probably not. Probably not. But you just keep you look at it. You go, oh my god, it's like the craziest run. I can't get in now. Or they, Bart, that's a stock you should buy. If you think we're still here in April next year, you should get on that right uh, away. For sure. Well, I know, but I, I'm kind of hedged with Amazon. Like I have Amazon, but yeah, I agree. I totally. But you know what? Or if you think this is ever going to happen again, and it's not going like, yeah, it's probably a good stock just to have forever. Yeah, yeah. What's the market cap, Donald? Do you know Shopify? Oh God, Kitch, what is a hundred? Uh, I don't even know. Is it a hundred billion? Bill? Bill. Yeah. Oh, so it's a lot. Oh. Yeah, it's bigger than your company, Bart. Biggest company in Canada now. Is it really? Bigger oh, than Royal Bank, Denno. believe it or not. Look at you. Bigger than Royal Bank. You know what? How's that making Never would have guessed it. <laughs> I met you 15 years ago and someone had told me this guy would get to work for the biggest company in Canada. Like, no fucking way. This guy well, would never make that. In the last 15 years, he's had 17 jobs, Bart. He's going to eventually hit the right <laughs> one. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like spinning the roulette wheel. Totally. Eventually, you're right. Got to land on your number once. Once every 30... Six times. Get away. Get away. <laughs> All right. Well, going to bring us into a bit of a sadder topic because um, I, I believe Deno and I were talking about this, this kitsch like, just before you got on. But uh, I believe we are all in the midst of attending Major League Baseball's funeral. What happened to our top five COVID? Do we do we just go over that? We're going to come to that. It's just coming down to the end. It's come, it's, we're going to go through all the sports stuff and then we're going to come to that. All just right, stay with all me. Right, stay all with right. me. All right. So. I know none of us are huge baseball fans, however, but baseball has been part of my sporting existence for 47 years. Like I've, it's a sport that I've followed, watched, whatever kids play it. Uh, but I really do think, and I call this early in the podcast, early, this is it. We're about to, this is the beginning of the end. They're not going to have a season. Uh, there's going to be a labor dispute that goes right, right into next year. And I think this is just the end of baseball as we know it. Dano? They have to figure it out. Like, Bart, I'll, I'll bet you. I'll bet you right now. Let's do it. Spreadsheet, Bart. What, you what? Th- what, for this year? For this year, if they will agree to a deal. But hang on. Agree to a deal to do what? To play baseball ever again? No, to play this year. To play this year. Oh, okay, now listen. Whatever I owe on the spreadsheet. <laughs> I would make that wager right now. I got I, I got to give that. some money back to you. I got to give some money make, back to you. I will make that wager right now. That there's no. After today when they, when the players rejected it again today. Yep. 100 bucks. But spreadsheet catch. All right, catch put it on there. What is that one? I uh, just we're still talking the, baseball. Dedo's now saying some sort of This is like a pick They up. will they will agree to play this year. Now the bet is agree to play. They, if COVID takes over and stuff, no, that's something different. Oh no, they have you to play. Said, okay, okay said, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're talking just an agreement. We're talking. Yeah, okay, that's fine. All right, I'll give you that. I will give you that. Okay, yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that bet's going to be over in ten days. Yes, Players have said if we're not if we if we're not moving somewhere by July first. They're well. The article they just can't do it. The article I just read said they asked, hey, can everyone be at their facility ready to go by July 1st? It's like, July 1st is next Wednesday. Like, it's, like it's, this isn't like, hey, can you ever get there in a couple months or whatever? Half the league's in Dominican right now. 
<laughs> I know. It's not like they're really gonna train. Really yeah. train. No, it's it's, yeah, it's that, probably that a bad one. bet, Bart. But sooner or later, the two guys got to get in the room and say, "If we don't do this, we're done." Like, just, like potentially forever. Yeah, ever. I, I think so. Ever. So I was I was so. I was in the car for a fair bit of time yesterday, and I listened to a bit of a baseball pod, which which I never do, which is shocking. And and one point they brought up, which I thought was so true. You got too many owners now focused on trying to make money that that own these major league major league teams. Used to have, the owners in the past used to it was like their hobby, and they 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 bought a team, but they loved the game. They loved baseball, and they, it was cool to own a team, and they could make their money in their other business and still uh, and still own this team. And maybe they took a loss every year, but they they'd be able to write write that off against uh, other successes elsewhere. And now you got these guys buying these sport franchises, wanting to make money in it, and don't really love the sport. And uh, and and the guys who were the guys who are on this part saying that's that's the demise of baseball. You got too many too many owners now who are not baseball lovers and and aren't in there and are trying to make money off off something that just probably isn't a money making venture for them. Well, the only leagues with real billionaires that are are really running the show are the NFL and NBA. Like those are the richest of the rich guy, and it doesn't matter. Like. Making money, losing money doesn't really matter to them because they they all have so much money. I mean, there are paper billionaires and whatnot in in hockey and baseball, but not. I don't think it's to the same extent. I mean, like look at look at a guy like Jeter, right? Who's I don't know, probably worth two or three hundred million bucks, but all of a sudden now he's on the hook for one point three billion. He's part of that one point three billion uh, price tag they paid for the Marlins, and I'm sure it is a business to him. I'm sure he's sitting there going, and and I bet you the value of that team has probably been cut in half since all this started. So yeah. I kind of get the we we want to run this as a business and therefore we'd like to try and maximize it. Like I don't even necessarily have a problem with that. I think the real issue here is that they're now realizing, holy shit, like we can't make money at this. This is not a like the money is in the the value of the team being worth more than what you paid for it. That's the only way you're gonna make money. Yep. Um and so I think they're looking at going, uh-oh. We're not going to make money. We're going to get killed this year, and then we're probably going to get killed next year. Yeah, and all these guys are going. This is a problem for me. Like, I think that is, you don't make money as a baseball team. I, I, I think it's over half the teams. Now, again, funny math, but I think it's over half the teams on paper say they lose money every year. Yeah, but if they don't, so I, I agree with all that, Bert. If they don't play this year, and your asset is worth what? Call it. I don't know. I know. Call it just to call it for argument's sake, five hundred million. And you sit out a year, like your assets now probably worth three hundred million or something, or, or whatever it is, or it's worth whatever it is. Like what you go bankrupt or whatever. So like I think, I think sooner or later they'll they'll go, go, gotta get in a room and say, hey, if we don't do something, like all of our assets are like like the Yankees are even worth a lot less, right? Less teams, less. Uh, oh, I I totally agree. I think all of baseball is taking a massive wealth hit here with the brand, with there being potentially no season. Yeah, whatever your value of a franchise was pre-COVID, I'd say it's got, I mean, the Yankees are probably, the, and the Dodgers are probably the least impacted by it, but it's still going to be a significant hit. Although they, although they did say that if if they went, and this was when they were talking about a 42-game season, if they went to a 42-game season, the average team would lose 10 million bucks for the season. So I guess that's the trade-off. In the sense, are we going to drop more in evaluation, or am I going to eat this ten million bucks and try to and try to save some sort of a season and maybe protect the value of my franchise? Well, I don't, I don't know. The players are basically saying because, but they're saying forty-two games because they're trying to prorate salaries too to say we're only going to pay you based on twenty-five percent of the season. And the players are like, "Fuck you!" 
right? Whatever the season is, we want at least, I think the players are going, we want 70% of our salaries guaranteed, right? Whatever that was. And so the owners are saying, well, listen, half of our teams, we make 50% of our revenues from the gate that we no longer have, right? Concessions, parking, also. So they're going, well, just, the math doesn't work. So I, I'm sure there's an argument on both sides. And I think, Daniel, you were saying it before. I think both sides are being equally stupid. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, Daniel, when I say stuff like that, like that's a lead in. I have to leave for you to go just as like to espouse on your actually decent thought that you had before. But uh huh, like the the uh uh-huh from Sling Blade, that doesn't help anybody. All right, we've talked about this for like five times. Baseball, like, baseball. What more do you want me to say? Be- baseball side, they have to. I tried to tell you. Yep, I teed it up. I teed you up. Uh, I talked about it three times already, Bart. I guess you weren't paying attention. But <laughs> as I said before, they got to get in a room and figure this uh-huh. out because all like they're all going to lose money. So. Yeah, they're both they're both playing hardball, right? And no pun we, intended there. No one did. Yeah. How's it going? No pun yeah. intended. Well, there done. you go. All right. Well, you know, we will track that now. That's on the spreadsheet. That'll be obviously. Uh, you know, when we come back. Listen, I think I say we set up the spreadsheet when we come back in three weeks. That'll be the that'll be the first topic on the uh, revised of the revised pod. Uh, all right. Listen, and into uh, golf. Golf's back. Yeah. What yeah. The, uh, you know what? I so I didn't watch any of the first tournament, uh, and I watched this. Uh, I obviously had a a viewing interest in my home course uh, in Hilton Head, uh, and you know what? Fans, no fans for golf for me. Yeah, I, I was just happy to watch. I, the fan thing did not do a thing. I wasn't sitting there going, "Oh, this would be so much better if the fans were there screaming and yelling." No, I agree. So the thing I find so golf golf's back. It's great, something to, something to do. But I watch my I watch most of my golf tournaments in march april may and then i don't really kick into september again like i find in in june july august when you can go outside when you can do you just get doing other things so so i'm not going to hunker down on a saturday afternoon and watch golf when it's 28 degrees outside and i can do something else i do like sunday afternoon i do like the sunday afternoon rounds so i'll sit down sit down there and and what i've learned and, and tried to enforce on you two was the fact that we should never ever be making a golf bet until sunday afternoon not until oh. not until after two o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Nine at four o'clock on Sunday afternoon is when you can finally decide to make your make your in-game golf bet at that point. No, I agree. You can dabble at the beginning and through the like I mean dabble, but I agree. If you're gonna get serious about betting, you go you start I don't even mind somewhere after the five or six holes that the leaders are teed off, and that's where you go get it for sure. And I but of course I thought I would look like a genius at Brooks Kepska yesterday. I thought he was gonna just run all over that thing. For for anyone who's bet golf over the years, you have definitely lost a lot of money betting golf. Like the juice on golf when you can pick like a hundred golfers or eighty golfers. Oh my god, the sports books just say, please keep sending me money. Please. Like that goes you know what they're to- saying? They're saying please other sports don't come back. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is I, all think, anyone's I betting. think we just set up a golf betting a golf betting bookie site. That's all we need. Just golf betting. What I was trying to do for that for that last round is I kind of went through everyone who's played and I heard some announcers say this, say the odds of a player going low twice in four rounds is is not impossible. But like anyone who goes low, like round one or round two, don't bet them. And then if someone's just like tearing, you know, like like for this weekend, 68, 67, 69, they probably have a higher probability of like going low and stuff. I don't know. I'm going to well, try that was that Justin Thomas yesterday, right? No, I yeah. agree. That's, that was Justin Thomas. He was just too far back, but yeah, he was too far back. Low. Yeah. He yeah. crazy low, crazy low. 
You but, needed one of those guys at 10 under yesterday who were giving you great odds. Yeah, they need yeah. them to shoot that 60 yeah. or 61. And Web, Web Simpson, he came out of nowhere. Like, I, I, oh my God, I pressed refresh and I went, is that right? What did he birdie, he birdie five of the last six, last seven? He, well, he finished, he went to 15, 16, 17, he birdied to go to 22 under, which basically shut there. But you know what? Answer was right there. Answer had a putt time uh, uh, on 18. So, I mean, it was, it was a pretty good tournament considering there's so many guys in it, except for our Canadian kid until you guys bet him. That's you're right. You did. You did kill him. Jinx, yeah. Definitely Jinx wow. Connors there. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. 16 to one. Wow. Jinx. You know what? I bet on the week before at 66 to one. And I think the Jinx is actually his golf game. I don't think he's actually going to. Oh, you know what? <laughs> that's sure it does. Thursday, Friday. He's great. Thursday, Friday. Yeah. You need a thunderstorm on Saturday and Sunday. Full day thunderstorms. He'll need. Uh, he'll be great in the senior tour. <laughs> be great. A quote the by. Um, yeah. Is it Kopka? Kopka, right? I know. Kepka? I know like Kepka. Kepka. So they interviewed him last year talking about his major wins and stuff. And he had this quote. And it was it was kind of arrogant, but it wasn't. He goes, you're not competing with the whole field in a major. Like he's basically saying only about 10, 15% of the people that come there can actually win it. And I went, he's probably right. I went and looked at all the last, the last winners and stuff. They're all guys that are well-known names. Right, there might be the odd yeah. Bob Tway that we were talking about before. Yeah, or whatever. You, you get the occasional but, guy like that, Danny Willett, the yeah, Mike Weir. Yeah, yeah Mike Weir. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Weir can't yeah, open. It, it is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing how how they it, and the final day just kind of regresses to these oh, like, ten or twelve. Yeah, the norm comes out like every. It is shocking. Yeah. Well, it's because I think like people. I think people totally under uh, appreciate the mental aspect of that game. Right. Of what it, I mean, even just look at yesterday, guys that, that need that shot on going into 18, right? They need to stick something tight into 18 to give themselves a lit. Like Garcia couldn't do it. Uh, Answer couldn't do it. Now, like it's it's huge to be able to come up and hit those shots when you have to under the gun, right? So, well, speaking of Garcia, by the way, so I made, I don't know, probably 30 bets yesterday trying to chase every time I realized my, my next horse was out of it. So <laughs> Garcia, after his drive, on 18, he was still 25 to one. He's 19 under at the time. Uh, Webb Simpson's only 20 under, so he's down. So I, I, I bet him at 25 to one, and I hit, and I had to get, he had to make his next one of his next two shots. I was banking on him making. <laughs> he's either gonna stuff his approach shot, make the birdie, or and I was just like, but at 25 to one, I thought it's not a horrible bet. And meanwhile, it never had a chance. Never sniffed it. That's like never exactly, sniffed. Like exactly 29 points in the second quarter. Like that's that's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, golf golf betting is evil. There really is very it's limited. There's you have a limited chance. Oh, so bad. Don't do it. You know, but you know what the crazy thing is too? When you looked at Webb Simpson to start the weekend, if you'd bet him, I, I don't know, he was double digits, I think, to start the sure. weekend. And you said, like, what's wrong with but see that's the problem with golf betting. You look at 10 to 1 and go, no, that's not good enough. I got a better option. I got a better. I should be getting somebody at thirty to one because Brooks Kepka is thirty to one, and he could. Like, you don't even think of a ten to one as being a reasonable bet anymore in golf. It's not. It's not worth it for me. So many guys can come back. It's just. I I, I would bet the ten to one. I would actually be quite happy taking the ten to one. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start going with favorites. I think that's, that's a good. That's a good call. Good call. <laughs> Bert, you know uh, what right, well, favorite is Bert, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a plus next to it in golf. They always have a plus next to it. I like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right kids it's gonna get you to your uh we're gonna we're oh my god we're 40 minutes in already 
Uh, That's pretty good. We're getting near the end, actually. This is pretty good. Not bad. Uh, but now we're into here. So Kitch, Kitch believes that with the continued feedback he receives that our top five, whatever we do, is such a huge hit with our 32-person audience that we need to have a top five uh, event uh, every time we do this. So where did the eight Kitch, people go? Where did the eight people go? I thought we were at 40. <laughs> what happened to those eight well, people? Listen, I'm assuming we've lost them in the last 24 hours. <laughs> uh, so... You wanted this week to be top five things you were going to do when you can travel again. Or basically, I think what you're saying is basically once was kind of a normalcy. Like when when your border opens up, when you can you travel and you can hug someone. You travel and you hug someone. That was it. Travel and hug. All right. So when you can when when you can reasonably travel to somewhere you want to go and or hug someone. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do this. Do you actually have five? I got a couple. That's fine. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> Well, do, do the best you can. That's what, that's all we ever ask at any pod. Just do the best you can. My, all right. My, so, Kitch, you're going to start us off, Kitch, with your number five. Number five for me is road trip with Slacker to Mohawk Raceway and the <laughs> casino at the track. That's where we're going. Night of the Ponies, where you can sit there, have some dinner, go to the in the full casino at the track. Number five. Well, why does Slacker just get to go? Because Slacker, that's what's our ritual. We're the only guys who go to the track. Well, horse won't be he won't be he training for his. Two hour and oh yeah, he'll run. Minutes. He'll run like twenty. He'll run twenty k. He ran nineteen k Saturday morning before we golfed. Nineteen k. Yeah, was this to get ready for his October marathon, half so, marathon? So I could so I tell you, we almost. It was almost. You know when the marathon we were gonna do, the November marathon in Las Vegas. <laughs> that was gonna be his marathon now, because because uh, they haven't cl- canceled Toronto yet, and they just they just canceled Vegas's marathon last week. He was like so devastating. We had it all planned out. We were gonna be in Vegas for ten days. Ten days. Are you guys? Uh, are you? Is your Vegas trip still on as of right now? Yeah, yeah, it's on November. Why is yours not? Uh, I don't know. So you don't you don't know my gang, uh, my cast of characters that well. Uh, you're getting to know them. Uh, good group of guys. Uh, they might they might be slightly on the more cautious side of of how they of how we approach life. So I don't see a few of them. There's definitely there's two. I won't name their names. Stover and Brock that are definitely a little more cautious about. Oh, yeah. uh, I, can see, I can see that. You know what? Mark got's <laughs> coming. Mark Cut's coming for sure. I'll get him on my list. Yeah, we get. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if there was a plane that was going that direction, Mark Cut, you could convince Mark Cut to, to get on it. <laughs> Joe, Joe would come. Joe would definitely. Ah, you know what? Actually, that's not true. COVID Joe has been a little bit really? more cautious. Yeah. What about but Texas you know Scotty? Texas Scotty would come, wouldn't he? Well, you know what? He's gone dark on us. He's in the underground. No one has heard or seen from him. He's off all chat groups. We don't, uh, I, I occasionally check in and I get like a, I get like that sling blade grunt back from him. Like Deno gave us earlier. And that's, uh, that's about it. We're not what? sure about Scotty. Why is he blacklisted? You guys, what's wrong? what do you guys do? No, you know what? Scotty and he, you know, a lot of people have made these jokes. It's kind of like a lot of people have grown facial hair for during COVID. Uh, but a lot of people make this jokes that, Hey man, I was built for this. I've been, I've been training my whole life to go underground, not to see it. It may be true with Scotty. This this is really. I think he's been preparing his entire life to not have to see anyone, talk to, leave his house. I think I don't think he's ever been happier. I really don't. So that might be it. It is easier. Right. It is easier. Right. Mark Cut. We'll bring Mark Cut. Oh yeah, light. Oh, Dano, I'm with you. I mean, when you think about it, it's yeah, it's pretty simple. We had we had people uh, last night show up at our house unexpectedly eight thirty, and ring the doorbell, and we're playing a game of cards, and we're going. Who the heck is coming to our house, right? So we Angry. actually had a, they came in the backyard and we talked for a bit. And I went, 
why are we so angry that someone came to our house? <laughs> well, because you know what? They're not, they don't have a COVID free card. They can show you. That's why you don't know who it could be. It could be anybody out there. I you know the difference, I, Deno, I the difference the is where you live and where I'm taking my family in a few short months is that happens at my house or at my neighbor's house. That is just immediately go to get your guns and they'll take matters into your own hands. So I think your approach was probably just, it's probably a more rational, sane one. Ask questions. Who could that be? I mean, I, I, I invited back to the pool. Come back to the pool. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Don, do you, have, do you have one for number five? Yeah, I only have a couple here, but definitely very similar to Kitsch. Uh, head to Niagara Falls once or twice a year. And we go to the... The downer? Casino! So you so you guys are going opposite directions. You're going to Mohawk and you're going to, to Niagara. All right. Who's your, who are you taking? Who's your date for that? Um, I'm not bringing Kitch or Slacker. No, I am. You got to be. It's going to be guys that. Guys that angster? It's me guys that drink more than those guys. <laughs> but actually, Kitch and Slacker can drink a lot now. So. The now. I like that now. Uh, all right. So number, uh, number five for me, I went, uh, I'm going to stop betting on golf. Because I can assume I can do other things at this stage other than so I, that's the no, that's, that's number, five, number five. I'm going to stop betting. Very good one. That's a very good yeah. one for you. So that's uh, pretty simple, straightforward, and I believe I will be. I'll be happier and richer. Yeah, Bart, you will be richer. You will be Bart, richer. How about you just don't chase? Don't chase. Don't it's so chase. tempting. It's so tempting. Those odds favorite. change every shot. It's so tempting. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, you think what think who should have got for Bubba Watson in the Masters there? We had to hit that banana hook from behind the oh. tree. He got like twelve to one of that, right? Yeah, <laughs> throws you a banana what? hook, knocks it on, and that would have been a winner. That would have been a winner. I actually had Bubba. Remember, Kitch? I actually had Bubba on that when I was swearing my oh so mad at him. <laughs> that is actually one of the all time great shots, by the way. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Kitch, number four. Number four is invite people to come and stay over, including friends oh. and family. Oh, friends and oh. family, come on over, stay the night. Slacker again. Wow. Actually, come, busy with you. come into the house. Come into my house. Feel free to walk around freely in my house. Okay. That's nice. good. My next, my next one, I had uh, Blue Mountain. So I used to live there for four years. So uh, heading back to Blue Mountain, Bart, uh, swimming, golfing. Wow. Family. Yeah. This is, is this buddies or is this your family? Take, nope, just take. family. Family. Oh, that's nice, Deno. Blue Mountain. Yeah, come on, Deno. Blue Mountain. That's a, I love Blue pick Mountain. Pick something better than that. Go to like Banff. Go to Banff. Banff's a Blue Mountain in the summer. I'm not going to bring seven people with me. Come on. Jesus. You got seven people in your family now? Your family's big. With our dog, yeah. <laughs> that's nice, Deno. I said, you know, that's the family side of you. Softer side. Uh, so for me, along, almost along the same lines, uh, I'm going to host a slip and slide uh, slash flip cup slash uh, beer pong party. That's what, that's what I would do. Cause that's what I'm going to do on July 4th. Uh, so five years ago, six years ago, <laughs> friends of ours, they asked if we would host the party at our place because I, we have this backyard where you can, and I created like sort of a giant slip and slide uh, and his, it was his wife's 40th. So we, and you know, so we made a day of it. It was awesome. And everyone's like, that's an awesome party. Uh, so for Becky, who is uh, leaving Bermuda for the uh, indefinitely, uh, this is going to be her her leaving the island party. We're going to recreate it, the slip and slide. So, Dano, you got to go to slip and slide. You go down the slide. 
you got to run around, go around a tree, come back up to the flip cup station. You got to drink three flip cup, th- flip three cups. Boom. And then you got now at the end of it, it's like a, it's like a survivor challenge. Yeah. And you got to come back and you have to throw your ball. You have to land your ball in a cup and then go drink from that cup and then go to the next person. It's a big relay. Big so how long does this really last? Well, well, first we're starting the day with a little archery tag first. So that's going to uh, kick things off. Oh, 90, archery 90, trick. That's 90 thing. minutes of archery tag. Archery uh, tag. So what do you mean? Like you shoot each other with archery? You get the like, bow and arrows. Oh. Yeah. You shoot and they've got like marshmallows at the end of them. And you, once you get hit, you're out. It's sort of like, yeah, so we start that, and it's then like, uh, it's like a t- toned down dodgeball. It's kind of like dodgeball, but it's what's with archery sticks and marshmallows. Right, exactly, exactly. And they have like they, the guy who does it sets it all up. They've got all these like little things you can hide behind and stuff like that. It's cool. Uh, and then the actual slip and slide. I don't know. We'll, we'll do it. Last time we did this, people just loved the slip and slides. So we just oh, kept yeah. doing that for. So what do you do? do you, so you, I'm telling. You, what do you do? Slip and slide. Do you go? Do you go feet first? Do you go chin first? Oh no, it's go, head first. Head first. You go head yeah, first. I mean, everybody. Oh, everybody doesn't go head first. Not everybody goes head first. Not all the ladies will go head first. No. But, uh, I'm. Oh yeah, head first. And then Becky bought. Becky bought some like device you can slide on it today if you want to to make it a little softer for somebody. But yeah, no, you, it's just a head first slide. <laughs> That's awesome. We get the palm olive. We lube it all up. It's great. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> all right kids number three number three figure out top five things figure out and book how we are going to tackle vegas baby figure it out i gotta wait like can can we bang on the plexiglass between our stuff we talked about that or can we bang on the plexiglass i guarantee can, that'll be frowned upon <laughs> like can i can i can i can I throw the dice and rattle them off the plexiglass? Like, can I throw it off the plexiglass and bounce it back on the table? And does that still count? Is that still a roll? Like, I want to know all this stuff. Got to go and find that stuff out. <laughs> all right, Denno. I'm never going to stop on that. I know. Catch on with that one. Uh, number three for me, uh, trip, road trip to New York to watch my New York Yankees. Oh. For, for those that know me, I've been to, I think, 60 games in new york so really i don't think i do that haven't been probably in two two or three years so definitely want to go do that i i love the old stadium better than new stadium but just getting back to to new york to watch my yankees definitely old stadium for sure (laughs) you can sneak into the new stadium it's easy that's a difference Tenno, one of my all-time uh great lucky moments of my life was um we couldn't fly back because a hurricane had hit. We were on a boys, uh, well, actually Brock Stag. We were at Brock Stag in Montreal and the hurricane hits. We could, the airport was shut down for four days, so we couldn't get back. So we flew to New York, uh, which happened. So we were leaving Montreal Sunday morning, get to New York, go to opening day, Giants, Rams, an old Kurt Warner playing for the Rams, uh, a young Eli playing. Um, and then on the Monday, we're still stuck. What are the odds? A Blue Jay Yankee makeup game after one o'clock in the afternoon. Like four thousand people were there. It was awesome. I had one of my best baseball experiences ever that day. So there you go. <laughs> I'm with you, Dad. Yeah. yeah, Becky was real happy. Oh, yeah. Barbecue, barbecue, and toast. That's what she had to deal with. We had no electricity. <laughs> the best she could do was make toast on the barbecue. <laughs> uh, well, for me, I just yeah, I just I made generic. I said any boys trip. I'm ready. I'm ready for a boys trip. So I could, I would definitely be, that'd be high on my list. Well, apparently number three, be number three on my list. Uh, Kitch number two. I would, number two, and this is this, this up there. It's almost above Vegas, which shocked me. Plan a couple of trips for Sue. 
She needs oh, careful, she she careful. needs she needs a break from all of us, and maybe maybe vice versa, maybe vice versa. But but a couple trips to Sue would be good. Be good for her. Be good for her psyche. All right. Well, listen. I don't want to. I don't want to delve too deep into this because I think that's this is a dangerous topic for you. But I just like to say, Deno's Blue Mountain story was far more believable than that that thing for Sue. That, the, the tender side of Deno was much more clearly uh, translated, to, and the, other than what just, you just tried. Just wait. Was, just wait for my number one. My number one will justify it better. <laughs> just wait. Deno, number two. Number two. Um, so I think this is out two or three years. That's been a lot of travel. So Raptor road trip. Kitch. I mean, nice. yes, yes, definitely. I need, definitely. I need Bart to throw some beer in me. I need, I need some <laughs> bad shit to happen. Yeah, Come well, on. That is, first of all, you, you don't let that go. Second of all, you're not throw beer at you. But, anyways, that's a whole other, that's a whole other pod. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Rapper's Road Trip, yeah. You know what, kid? It, people, we've been commenting on like just how this all sort of happened. It's still my bogging me to like, Four days before the world shut down, we were in San Fran having a great time. Yeah, <laughs> after road trip. Yeah, he could have got stuck there so easy. Oh, oh, we oh. should have seen our room. I was, we were quite content to stay in the St. Regis for yeah, extended period of time. I did like it there. Yeah, <laughs> not sure Alcatraz was a great idea with four hundred people on a two hundred person boat, but yeah, that was uh, in, in a small San cell. Fran. In a small cell. <laughs> in a small cell. Yeah, that was, that was genius. <laughs> uh, so, Daniel, like you, I'm probably two years in the future here. Uh, but one of the things I'm going to stop doing, or what am I going to do, is I'm going to stop asking, how many positive tests were there today? <laughs> how many positives? Oh, really? Oh, okay, good. Because that consumes us here in Bermuda. It's all we ever wants to know. How many, were there any positives? Any positives? <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. I want to stop caring about that shit. I can tell you that right you know now. Come to my pool. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm bad. I like, I've, somebody asked me today, how many positives in Waterloo? I'm like, I have no idea. I've, I've actually, I've actually stopped inquiring like two weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> shocker. Headline kitsch. Shocker. Doesn't know that. <laughs> kitsch, you're always two months behind. You are. It's amazing. Drinking some booze of... out of your room the one time. <laughs> you know you're always yeah. perplexed when someone brings something up. You're like, oh no, I had no idea. What? What? Did that happen? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> you know, it, it, life's pretty easy this way. Life's a lot simpler this way. <laughs> oh, you're like my mom. <laughs> Head the sand. Oh, do do do. What's that? A war? Oh, okay. Deno, uh, numero uno. Uno. It's kind of related to you, uh, your comment there, Bart. But um, I had last Friday off. We actually have Fridays off till September. Oh, our nice. work, which is which is great. So I did not go on CNN once. Friday, Saturday, and I went, oh, my God, I felt so great. So Liberating. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not even sure why I'm reading it. Like, why Why do I care about all this Trump crap and Good for you. all these Good for counting? You. Like, why, why am I reading this? Why am I reading it? I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm proud of you. I agree, Daniel. It's liberating. Oh. Yeah. It, it, can, it can consume you. And then just uh, all the different. Yeah. Harry, tell Harry that. Yeah, it consumes him. Yep. Oh, I can see that with Harry for sure. Don't call me Harry. Come on. <laughs> no, no, Harry's he's still watching. He he can't get away from it. Oh yeah, Harry's not stopped watching. No, no, no. Harry's watching that till I'm reading it though. I'm 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 not watching, I'm reading. Well, same thing. Yeah, but watching is in the background or whatever. Like I'm reading all these articles I really don't care about. Really? Like beyond the yeah. headlines? Like yeah. hard to be honest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For no beyond reason. the block letters. He goes beyond the block letters. Yeah. Yeah. I get so tired I fall asleep <laughs> reading it. <It's> like, <laughs> 
I'm with you, Dan. I'm the same. I do the same. I got to stop doing it too because it is, it's all consuming. Or it can be, anyways. Can be. Uh, all right. I went to very simple, number one. And when it's, when we're able, I'm going to hug a, I'm going to hug a stranger. That's what I'm going to do. Now, don't read between the lines of that. That's that's not a, that was, that was not in Denver. Sort of strip club. You hugged that guy that threw, threw the uh, high horn. You gave him a hug. Right. Yeah, I would hug yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to roll around the floor with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I almost broke my neck doing that. Uh, Bart, Bart how, about yeah. argue, how about argue with a pit boss for no reason? How about that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from a foot away, not six feet away. Yeah, sure, I'll do that too. <laughs> All right, well, listen, Kitch, I hope that was where I hope well, you never got my number one. What about my number one? We just did your number one. No, you never did. You blew right over it. <laughs> We didn't do your number one? No, no. Oh, so shit. Shit. <laughs> then we did yours. All right, yeah, catch up. Go ahead. My number one ties into two. So number one is is plan multiple road trips. I'll book I'll book at least five different trips. And yes, at least one will be a couple's trip, just so I can go on the other four. The other four trips. That's the number one. You ruined your number two. You're right. You did. You ruined your number two with that one. <laughs> Kitchen's got so much. Like his his um, entertainment budget is compounding right now. He's got so much money. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's compounding. Yeah, it's totally compounding. Yeah, you know what? Raptors, Raptors playoffs? No Raptors playoffs. Like that's like that's like. But so is everybody's. Oh. Yeah, so is everybody's. We've been doing stuff. We just started to do stuff. Big's like, David. I'm like, we haven't spent money in four months. We have some catching up to do. Yeah, go buy that pad for the slip and slide. Go buy the pad. Yeah, for the oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that one broke the. I don't think that one broke the budget. But yeah. All right, sorry, Kitchen. I, I I can't believe I, I thought we thought we already done yours. All right, anyways. Uh, all right, I think that um, takes us down to bad gambling beats. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's pick up. Yeah. See, so you, you had to jinx us saying we're making pretty good time. We're at fifty-eight minutes. All right, Daniel. This is your segment. Go ahead. Yeah. So it can be good or bad, guys. Good right, or bad. Good or bad. It just has to be quick. Good or bad. So I've got this <laughs> one written down for about I don't know four months, whatever. I almost forgot even what happened. So this is back when I lived in, lived in Barry, uh, living with a woman that hated kitchen and she never met him. So she knew him really well. And, Oh, I've heard the story. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're actually on a cruise together and everyone knows like you're, you're dating someone. You don't want people to know that maybe you got a bit of a gambling issue. Right. So there's of course a casino on the boat. I'm going, okay, you know what, we'll, we'll go to the craps table. I pulled a hundred bucks. She goes, Ooh, hundred bucks. I'm going, Oh God. All right. So you're gambling, you're gambling, having a good time, drinks and stuff. She leaves for a bit. I pull a couple hundred more bucks. I'm trying to get some big bets on there. She comes back, whatever. So anyways, we're done. We seven out. I got 20 bucks left. She says, well, let's go play something else. I'm going, well, honey, like you got 20 bucks. I go, let's just go play one spin roulette and get out of here. So, I go grab 20 white chips. They spin it. And Bart, you, you see my stupid gambling where I go all over 20, right? Yeah, it's the stupidest I've stupid strategy. Game. I've seen your stupid Posada. Yeah. Posada. It is, by the way, that is a terrible bet. But yeah. it's, a, it's the stupidest bet ever, right? So 19 hits, right? She's going to happen. So, oh, you know, can we bet 20 bucks only right around it and stuff. I don't know. I got like 80 bucks now or 70 bucks. What are we going to do? Oh, we'll put it all back on. Put it all back on. So all these white chips around it. Spin it. 20 hits. So, so 20 hits. So now I made, I don't know, three, 400 bucks. Right. And she goes, what do we do? I go, well, we don't got a lot. We'll, we'll bring a bit back, but we'll press up to 20. So now I've got these big white chips. Everyone's like going, oh my God, are those 
chips worth five bucks. Like, what are they? Whatever. Now they're dollar chips. Spins it. 20 again. 20 hits again. So now I want, I'm up like, I don't know, 1200 bucks, like 1200 bucks. And I'm going to myself. Imagine I was betting what I really bet on this, right? I started with $20, whatever, right? So I tip the guy. I tip the guy 100 bucks. I go, you hit it again. You hit it again. I'll tip you. I'll tip you 200 bucks. Spins it again. 20 hits again. Three in a row. Three in a row. And like, oh, I, 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 I sent a picture to Kitchen Slacker. I had white chips. Like, it was so high, they're going to fall over. And it's all around 20. So it's like three, six, eight columns of it. I had an actuary sit beside me. He's calculating. I'm trying to calculate it. It was like $1,900 or or something like that. So I tipped the guy 200 Pit boss comes over. He goes, new spinner. I go, <laughs> no. I go, no, no effing new spinner. Keep him here. I'll tip you guys all. Nope. New spinner comes, and I tell him. I go, watch. Zero hit. They spin it. Zero hits. I didn't bet it. I didn't oh, Dano. I should. I had so much money on twenty. So, so, anyways, we we paid for like our whole trip, whatever. I brought twenty bucks a table and won like I don't know, like three thousand bucks or whatever. But anyways, if I would have started with like a hundred, hundred fifty bucks, three twenties in a row would never happen again. So yeah, but you would you wouldn't have kept pressing. You wouldn't have kept pressing if you'd been betting bigger. There's no way you would have. No us, us after after 18 drinks in vegas yeah you might you just might yeah yeah so anyways that was so funny so of course the wife like the next night she goes we can go play roulette i go honey like that would never happen again no. like 20 never comes up first of all <laughs> the words we should go play roulette is like you might well we should bet on golf too let's do that Be the same. <laughs> yeah. you like what i say about similar. yeah it's similar so. That's a good beat. Good beat for me. Hey, that's a great. Well, that's uh, that's an all timer. That's, that's an all timer. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Kitch, I know you want to share. Kit, so so this is going back to January first, two thousand eleven. Deno flies. I'm visiting my folks in Tampa. Deno flies in, and we go to the Outback Bowl. So Deno and I take the Outback Bowl. Great college game. Penn State. Penn State versus Florida. So we do a bit of research, and uh, I I I have a feeling this might have been Paterno's last game actually. But anyway, so we're, we're, we're going to the game. And uh, so we decide to hammer Penn State at plus six and a half. And this is golden. End of the third quarter, Penn State's leading 24-20. We got the six and a half points. So we got 10 and a half points as a cushion here. 13 minutes left in the, four, in the fourth quarter. Florida gets a TD. So they're up 27-24. We're still, we're still good. Then with about seven minutes to go, Florida gets stuffed on the 10-yard line, Penn State. They kick a field goal. So now they're up by six. This is perfect. It's 30-24. And then and I are licking our chops. Uh, Penn, Penn State moves the ball a bit, forced to punt it away. Florida gets the ball back three minutes to go. Unfortunately, t- Penn State has a couple timeouts left. We stuff them. And then thinking, oh, this is great. So Penn State gets the ball back at six. All right. We're counting our winnings. 55 seconds left. 50-yard line. Third and three. QB throws a pick six. Florida guy picks it off, runs it back 80 yards to lose the cover. Down and I look at each other going, we're, we're yelling at top of our lines. Take a knee. Get down. Like, why is he running it back? Like, take a knee and the game's over. No, no. He's running it back. Getting the pick six. 37-24. Doesn't cover. Bad beat. Bad beat. Yeah, those are the worst. Those ones uh, Those ones don't pay. You can pick look at six, that ticket for – In Vegas, you just look at that ticket for a long time. Never dead in football, it's never dead in football with the pick six in there. The pick Kitch, six. how many years ago was that? That's like January 15 first, years ago. January 1st, 2011. That was uh, – That's that. only 2011? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
right, I'm going to pass on this segment because I really do need to do some research on it because I've had obviously a thousand bad beats in my life and probably two good ones. And you just um, put them on your memory. That's good. You but forget I, 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 I don't remember any of this shit. Uh, but it's funny. We were talking about this. I did. There was, and I got I to gotta go find Dark uh, Underground Scotty because he'll help me remember this. We were. We used to go to a, uh, a Georgia football game every year. And it wasn't the Georgia football game that we were at, but it was at the, we were at the bar after. And I remember we're watching this game. I, I'm pretty sure Auburn's in it. And something happened at the end. I can't remember if it was a good beat or a bad beat. Uh, but I, it's something happened at the very last play of the game. Oh, that, I'm fairly recently. No, no, it wasn't the it wasn't the Iron Bowl one. No, this is this is not no no. It was, this is like a this is like a nondescript Saturday night, Saturday game. But I'm gonna find it, and when I find it, I will share that with the audience. So there you go. It was a good one. I do remember yeah, it being a very good one. Chris Weber. Chris Weber could be a bad beat. You probably had that one. Yeah, but look, that was that was, that was young. I was too early in my gambling ways back then. <laughs> All right, I had to fucking I, what I bet that on Proline. <laughs> you didn't know me then, then. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. Well, I probably didn't have, you know what? I had enough issues in university with uh, credit card debt and all that sort of shit. I'm, credit yeah. card debt. Oh, yeah, I had credit card. Yeah. I was like $3,000 in credit card debt at the end of my, my third or fourth year. Listen, I'm always buying rounds. I'm always buying rounds. You are. I, didn't I, I didn't know you had to pay it back. And, and, I, and when I was a Qantas member, I did see you at the charity casinos a lot. So I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Slack, probably, Slack and I probably sitting right next to each other those, all those years. No idea. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Deno. You said you had two. What drives you? We're, we're now in two. We're we're in the home stretch here. What drives you crazy? We have to be I quick. Have, I, have like, I, no. I, I have like five, but I will only one. pick your pick your number one. Sure one. So uh, the family played um, Scrabble on the weekend, and the mother-in-law was playing. Nash. The um, Nash, but all right. Yeah the uh, the mill was playing. So, Mill. Mill stands for mother-in-law. So, yeah, well, yeah I know what it stands yeah, for. Yeah, we're well aware of that fact. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was probably a bit, I was probably a bit rough on her, but she had these rules that I, I, I guess couldn't stand. Right. So it starts off with her getting her phone out and googling words, and I go, "You can't. The rules are only a person can challenge it by going to a dictionary or or however." Right. And she goes, "Oh no, you can you can use Google." I go, oh, you can use Google. Uh, can you can you use a dictionary? No. Oh, but you can use Google. <laughs> like, like, so that's the kind of, like, that's the conversation I'm having. So I'm going, okay. That was the start of the game. I'm going, oh my god. So we get into the words, and this is unbelievable. Like you can't even make this. You can't make this up. So there's a T in the board, and she puts down a Q beside it. Triple letter score. She goes, Q. That's right. Q T. Right. I go. QT. Oh, I, was thinking, I was thinking TQ, but all right. Oh, QT is not a word. She goes, Mike, it's not QD. It's QT, you know, like on the down low. I go, oh, I know what the QT is. On it's not QT. a word. It's not a word, right? So it's like, why are we playing this game? So anyways, the next, the next one, I cannot believe the conversation I had. I can't believe the conversation I had. Next word, her next word, OJ. O what, what word? J. OJ. 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 OJ Simpson? I go, no, OJ. I go, OJ is not a word. It's not a word. She goes, Mike, we use it all the time. I go, OJ is not a word. OJ stands for orange juice. She goes, I know what it stands for. It's orange juice. I go, okay, can I use AJ? She goes, no, AJ is not a word. I'm going, how is OJ? How is OJ? 
a word and aj is not a word she's not a like, fan of apple juice she's not a fan of apple juice she likes orange juice if it. you type if you type in uh in google is qt yeah. and then it'll populate right away a scrabble word like i have to yeah. type i have to type it in yeah. said uh, no to, as of february 4th 2020 it is a no That's yeah a no. it's no yeah i know i, I typed it in I typed it in <laughs> so anyways <laughs> like if you're gonna play a game play the game the right way don't make up slang words and all this kind of stuff. And oh my God, you wouldn't believe the controversy we were having in this game. I actually thought of quitting because I just, I just had enough. So anyways, Scrabble done. Uh, so Dono, quickly, have you ever played iPad Scrabble with somebody else? Like, not no, I've computer? heard of it. No, I've, I've heard of it though. <laughs> so it's a shit show. So Joe and I, whenever we travel together, we uh, will inevitably will play it. Uh, the first thing, worst thing is if you put it on your iPad, you got to pass your iPad back and forth all the time, which is, that sucks too. Um, but the point is you get your letters and you can try at infinitum, any combination you want, and then hit, that's my word. And it goes, no, that's not a word. Go, oh, okay. And let's try again. And you go, there's no, there's no try three times and you lose your turn. There's no, it's, oh, no time Joe. clock. There's no, which is crazy. So, like I'll drive Joe crazy, obviously, because I'll do it. Then he'll drive me. Like the game takes six hours. Oh, yeah. You can go to it's, but, but it's ludicrous. So they've got, Scrabble's got all kinds of issues. So it's not just your, it's not just that issue. But, but there you go. All right, uh, Kit, you got uh, what drives you crazy? Yeah. So number of my <laughs> don't be exasperated my, yet. Number of my elderly <laughs> clients. Number of my elderly clients. And, oh, and, and a bit of my dad too, is uh, is the fact that. So I'm I'm at his place in the weekend, and this was clients come from conversation. Like, there is no way we are going to Florida until at least January for sure this year. There's no way we're going there oh, until January. Oh. Until January, I'm like, so like, are you is like worried about the COVID? He goes, yeah, the COVID thing's a concern for sure, and and that's that's out there. But but like, I don't want to be down there when there's a U.S. election going on because they who knows is going to shoot each other up. So now now I have clients plus my father thinking that. On November, whenever the election date is, sixth or third, we, I think this year, November November third, we can have a civil war in the U.S. Like they are, they're my 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 parents and some elderly clients of mine are forecasting a full out civil war in the U.S. based on this next election. So that that's a bit extreme. That kind of drives me crazy. Okay, you know what? Do you realize how ignorant you sound? <laughs> Your father, who I actually uh, think fondly of and respect. Um, and have the same and have the same views. Have a lot of same views. Yeah, but, so it's not a civil war. Again, this is total headline catch. By the way, this is this is you. Not uh, yeah. I'm with your dad. I don't want to be in the states on November fourth either. And you know what? I'm probably going to be. Because uh, you, you think you might get shot. You think you might get shot on November fourth? No, I don't think I'm going to. I don't think my personal uh, it will be an immediate jeopardy if I stay in my home. If I leave my home, all bets are off. Um, no, but I do think, I think it's bad. I think nothing good comes November 4th. If he wins, there's going to be a whole other movement like there was last time, but it was very peaceful, but I don't think it'd be peaceful this time. And if he loses, yeah, I think because his whole thing on the election, I don't know if you see, I don't know if you've seen any of this stuff, Kish, because you probably haven't, but his whole thing on the election is going to be, they're coming for your guns, right? They are coming for your guns and the Americans for the most part, uh, are batshit crazy about their guns. So 
I don't know if you've seen all these protests where the Black Lives Movement people are, are are protesting as they walk by certain parts of neighborhoods. There are people out there holding their, you know, whatever military style rifle they may have, just holding like like they're they're showing as a as a as a way of like, don't fuck with us, we've got our guns type thing. Like, and Trump is is so crazy. The people that back him are so crazy. I think bad things could happen. I obviously don't think it's going to be a civil war. That's not going to, that's not going to, but I do think it's not out of the realm of possibility that bad things can happen. And why would you want to be there? Bert, Harry, bet on the civil war. Like, is there, is there a line? <laughs> well, uh, the North wins just so you know, okay. So I'll take the North on this. Uh, I'm just we saying, the North? I don't like, think we, that we crazy. The North? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, the North, I don't think it's that crazy, Harry and your elderly clients. <laughs> uh, but you know what is crazy? Let me tell you. So we've become a uh, a Shark Tank family in COVID, COVID-19. So, uh, and I actually, I really, really like the show. Uh, and it's, I think every young person should watch it because it's just sort of, there's lots to learn. But anyway, what threw me off the other day was A-Rod was on as a shark. Okay. This whole A-Rod love affair after the fact and that he's some sort of, by the way, I think he's dumb as a post. There's no fucking way he's a, a business guru of any kind. Uh, he's done well on the female department. I'll give him that. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the man cheated and got caught twice. You can't be a genius. You can't be a genius businessman if you got caught twice cheating in baseball and you got caught twice cheating. No one should revere you. Like no one should think, oh yeah, you know, I want this guy as part of my circle. Right. I wanted to be an investor like that is ridiculous that he's got this sort of second life as some sort of like, hey, I'm a great guy. I know what I'm doing. I'm smart. That's all bullshit. And now the idiot also wants to be part of a consortium who buys the Mets. Oh, I hope he buys the Mets because that'll be it. That'll be the end of his money. Right. They want to pay two billion to buy the bet. Like what the fuck? Like, Alex, he is a disaster. He should have nothing to do with anything that people care about. He drives me crazy. Like A Rod, so like I hate A Rod. I think mostly than anyone in baseball, right? That guy, how he rebranded himself. Yeah, the Yankees paid him the last year to 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 go away, like twenty six million dollars to not show up to spring training, don't screw with our team, and then he's like a he's actually a good announcer. Like he's he's actually a good announcer, and I I I hate him. I hate him. He's actually a knowledgeable <laughs> announcer, and I've watched every Shark Tank. And like, it's like, like, how did he rebrand himself that well? I don't know. Like, it did drives me crazy. Forget? Like, did just did people forget what he did to the Yankees and all his stare? Like, did people just forget what he did to baseball? Baseball is cheating. His chop block against the Boston, like everything he did. Oh, and then all of a sudden he's like this announcer and amazing person. Try and knock the ball out of uh, the, the Jays' third baseman around that coming around like yeah, that. Or, or sort of yelling at or, and he's yelling yeah. at him like, hey, like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a douche. He's Total a douche. douche. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. It's amazing how that happened. <laughs> People have short memories. Well, there you go. All right. Well, on that note, we get to wrap this thing up. So we're going to go to any other business. I don't have anything for any other business tonight. So if, I got I'll, I'll, I'll leave the floor to you guys. I got one quick one. It's, it's a bit of what drives you crazy. So played oh. play two two rounds of golf this weekend at not really great golf courses. And it's like the courses don't mark how far you are away from the hole. They got like, like, like spots to put it. And it's like, just put down 126 in the middle, 141, whatever. Like wow. they think everyone's got like, no, did you play Westmount? Oh, you guys didn't do Westmount this year. Oh, no. they don't allow visitors. They don't allow visitors. Right. So Bart, 
so Bart, I actually paid for golf because it was actually cheaper than going to West Mount, just one person and pay for four people at the other spot. Yeah, I think so it was cheaper than the barbell. It was definitely cheaper yeah. than the barbell. <laughs> they take shots five certificates at that golf. Wow. The kitchen at the barbell. So I think he paid more than me. Yeah, that was, that was I paid a lot more for golf. Yeah. <laughs> oh but it's God. like but like like we're playing Foxwood. I'm going like how how difficult would that be? Just go there and go, hmm. And the green, 198, this 170. Just put it in paint once. Like, it, oh, my God, it was driving me crazy. After. I agree. Well, you know what? I think every golf course should just do the sprinkler. They should have the sprinkler yeah. heads. Just put the, yeah, front, like, middle, back. You five could do times it like a, a couple hours. So anyways. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. You know, Dino, we have the same problem uh, when we golf. So we play Wolf where at the end of the day, the, the winner basically wins 100 bucks. Right. But the number of times we come to 18, we're like two or three guys can win it. And we're all realizing, you know what? It's actually not so bad if I come second here because the winner has to picks up the drinks after. <laughs> it's a losing proposition to win. <laughs> it's never a great idea to win Wolf. It's ego. Your ego. Your ego's got to get. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, catch you anything for us. I did. I got a couple things, and and this was this was my five hours in the car yesterday. Listen to catch catch catching up some pods, and you, Bart, you probably know this because you uh, you listen to Simmons. So I was listening to some of the Simmons shows, and he was going back and and and, and looking at at previous drafts. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see see if you guys if you've heard this, Bart. Then don't don't pipe in. So I've heard it. Going back to the 2006 draft, Deno. So in the 2006 draft, Lowry was selected 24th overall. By I think Houston, I think at the time. Yeah, Houston. Ron, Rondo went 26. Who was the number one person in that 2006 draft? And who 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 picked who who selected it? Who was the number one pick? Yeah. Yeah. Number one pick overall. Oh, I, I don't even remember because I've listened, I've listened to all his redraftables. I can't I think I'll get screwed up. But and I do remember when very, I, I remember when I heard him say uh, very, very close to home. Oh, is that uh very, very close to home? Four, 14 years ago. Home. Is it Canadian or is it a Raptor? Yeah, no, the Raptors. Is the Raptors first? Oh, Bargnani. Bargnani. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Was that was it a Bar? Oh yeah, Bargnani. It was Bargnani, two thousand six. That's so, fourteen so years Lowry, ago. Lowry went twenty four. Rondo went twenty six. Bargnani went first overall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the complete bust. complete bust. And the very next year, there was the two, the number one the number one pick was Odom. The number two pick was Kevin Durant. Imagine having that decision the very next year. Yeah, Odin, right? Not Lamar Odin, like Odin. Odin. Greg, Odin. Greg Odin. Greg Odin. Greg Odin. Yeah. I actually find their redraftables. Uh, I get tired, but by the time they get to the, the eighth or ninth, it's like, okay, I'm done with it. But they do a really good job in the first, like, one through seven, right? But yeah, when they tell you stuff like that, you go, Kyle Lowry was that deep or Rondo. Like, you go, but I do. Bernardi Bar- was one overall. I, I do enjoy their. Their commentary on the fact that they're going like that's the worst generations of GMs ever. Like it's like from the late '90s to early 2000s, oh, it's like the GMs are horrible. They're horrible in the st- stuff they were saying. Yeah, I was reading yeah. the um, when they were retalking about Golden State's big run and how they did it. They're drafting. Oh my God! Like Curry, Thompson, Green. Like these guys were not like one or two picks. Like these were like deep. Deep picks. Oh my God. Well, it's like San Antonio the same way, right? They got quiet yeah. 15. Yeah. Look, at, look at Giannis at 15. Yeah. 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 You get those guys at 15, you are, yeah, what changes your whole, it changes the whole trajectory of your, of your franchise. Oh, look, at, look at this. Like we got Siakam in the second round, like second round. Draymond, like that kind second of, round. Yeah. That kind of stuff just, that, that, that makes or breaks you. Oh, yeah. You get that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's huge. Now, listen, by the way, let's not, we got to stop promoting these other podcasts. We, we don't, <sighs> 
we don't have the luxury of losing percent of, huh? of our audience. We don't have the luxury of losing 10% of our audience to another podcast. I think, I'm not sure Bill, Bill Simmons is really worrisome. <laughs> Do we get a referral fee on that, Bert? Can you, can you check the card? <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to him. You know what? I'll call some of my scientist friends and see if they can uh, they can help me in that. Uh, all right, fellas, listen. Great, uh, great show today. We'll be back when? We'll be back. Uh, well, the week before play, week before season kicks off. Oh, for the cottage. All right. Yeah. Like so that's basically, yeah, three, three and a half weeks. Yeah. That's when we'll be back. All right. We'll do some strategic planning. Do some strategic planning. Really boost that uh, listenership. All right, boys. Kawhi. Kawhi. See you, Kawhi. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. 